The new year is just around the corner and we're all a bit jostled from the last two trips around the sun. That shakeup has not been a bad thing. When things start to rumble inside the jug of orange juice, can the pulp say to his master, what is wrong, Lord? Well, nothing is wrong. That is what it feels like when things go according to plan. But we must serve God faithfully amid the tumult and having a general idea of where we are helps. Where are we? Everyone is asking that question. Regular folks across the nation go to work. They come home and gather around the table as families to hear the news. U.S. considering drafting women into the military. Man dressed and acting like woman serves as new Secretary of Health in U.S. Man arrested in New York restaurant for attempting to eat there without vaccine papers. By the way, it looks like New York may try to make a habit of removing the unvaccinated from society. The New York Senate will vote on Bill A. 416 in the new year, a bill that grants the power for the state to detain or remove people whom they deem a threat to the public health. These hits keep coming, and they show no sign of letting up. So I repeat, where are we? Here we are. We find ourselves at the flowering point of a new religion. That new religion is based on the notion that man is the measure of all things. But as we see all around us, we are dealing with more than a notion. I have written elsewhere that this religion consists of satiating the unrestricted human appetite by any means necessary. So we do not leap upon altars crying out to Baal to send fire while cutting ourselves, but we do leap on cars as we riot in fiery streets, cutting down people's livelihoods while crying out to finite governmental gods. We do not sacrifice our children to Moloch, but we do sacrifice them to Planned Parenthood. All of the news breaks that make the common folks confused and angry are the various poisoned petals of this flowering new religion. We planted the seed long ago. In 2015, R.C. Sproul said, quote, The cultural revolution of the 1960s was similar to the French Revolution in that its goal was to bring radical change to the forms, structures, values, and ethics of the status quo. It sought to bring in a new age with the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Now the dawn of the new age is long past. Aquarius is now at high noon. That's a different illustration with the same meaning. The flower is here. Aquarius is at high noon. The covenantal progression of the new religion. Christians familiar with the scriptures see a progression of covenants in the Bible. There was a covenant with Adam, and around that time God told him to be fruitful and multiply. A covenant with Abraham followed in which glorious promises were made. Thereafter came the Mosaic Covenant, in which the law was announced from Mount Sinai. Then came the Davidic Covenant, where king and kingdom come to full fruition. This covenantal development reveals a remarkable order, seed to flower. This new religion, call it paganism, or call it honest secular humanism that has gone to worshiping the creature, maps on to the covenantal progression that we see in Scripture itself. Consider this an examination of just how far down the road we are. The pagan Adamic administration can be seen in the 1960s. It was an age of sexual revolution and liberation. Be fruitful and multiply. Not according to God's standard, of course, but according to the standard of the new religion, which is the will of man. As Sproul noted above, the 1960s served as the dawning of the age of Aquarius. The Abrahamic covenant was full of promise, a hope, and a future of what would be. Look at the stars and consider. You can see an Abrahamic covenant thrust in John Lennon's Imagine, released in 1971. It is full of humanistic hope, rejecting the binary of heaven and hell, yours and mine, 
Lenin envisions a world in which there are no possessions. We share the world, and the world will live as one. As an aside, if there are no possessions, I would love royalties from John Lennon's song, Imagine. The new religion's Mosaic Covenant has come upon us in the form of social justice. It is not whether you will have a law, but which law you will have. Christians have the Ten Commandments summarized at Sinai. The new religion has critical theory with all of its demands for justice now. We now find ourselves increasingly in the Davidic administration of this secular faith. Kings now enforce the standards of the new religion. They advance the cause, spread the kingdom, and warn of the coming judgment for those who do not adopt the ways of the new religion. Thus, the White House recently announced, quote, We are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing, and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. The new religion has been with us for decades. It is now showing off. It has replaced the one true God with the creature, his law with the human will, the kingdom of heaven with the kingdom of man, and the gospel of God with the gospel of statism, shaking the shakeable. Christians looking around at the terrain should be giddy with faith and joy about the year ahead. But there are giants in the land, you say? Well, yes, yes there are, and you've read the book of Joshua. Jericho stood in the way, but it also stood in the promised land. Jericho could be shaken, but the promise could not be shaken. So seeing the lay of the land, let us go further up and further in, for we have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Quote, now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Hebrews 12, 26 through 29.